Hey, 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 it's your favorite career coach, Crystal Williams, and you are now tuned in to the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I'm back in the Peculiar Palace on the mic again this week to not only empower and position you to be all you can be to thrive in your career, but to also give you peculiar strategies that infuse faith to accelerate in your nine to five career journey. Let's jump into the episode. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Career Prosperity Prayer Call. I am Crystal Williams, and as usual, y'all, I am just so excited to gather with you all each and every Monday morning to just say thank you, to just say thank you, God. Thank you, God, for being in the room with me. Thank you, God, for walking along this life journey with me. Thank you, God, for being who you are. And thank you, God, for being the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am. Thank you, God, for giving me the gifts that I have and giving me the courage to execute boldly in this earthly realm. Thank you, God. So, I don't know where you're at. You could be in your car. You could be in the bed. You could be in your office right now. I just want you to profess and say out loud, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for who you are, okay? Because that is something that we must do on a regular basis. Thank God for where we are now. And thank God for where where he is taking us in our career journeys, in our business journeys, and in our life's journey. So I just wanted, I felt led to share that with y'all and to have you all just continuously thank God in this moment. Thank God for you even being on this prayer call or listening to the replay. Thank God for that. Thank God for the ears to hear him. Mm. Can we give a hand clap on that? Thank God for the ears to hear him and for what he has to say to us in any given season of our lives, okay? In any given season of our lives. So, yes, y'all, I just wanted to um, highlight some of the lyrics. Y'all know I love to highlight lyrics of the songs. And so, in the beginning, I played a song called Falling in Love with Jesus, by Jonathan Butler. I believe that's what his name is. If that is not his name, I will let y'all know in the um, show notes what his exact name is, but I believe that's his name. But his song was entitled Falling in Love with Jesus. As I was listening to the lyrics, I just was just in awe of God. How many of you all just be in awe of God and what he is doing in your life and what he is doing through you, what he is doing through others to impact you. Like how many of you all just be in awe of God? Be like, God, you, you the bomb, God, you rock, right? And so as I was listening to the lyrics of the song, Falling in Love with Jesus, I can't, like, I'm going to tell y'all what it says. It says, falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done. In his arms, I feel protected, never disconnected. There's no place I'd rather be. I'm going to say that again. Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done. 
in his arms. I feel protected, never disconnected. There is no place I'd rather be. And so those were the lyrics of the song. And as I kept listening, God said, write this down. Falling in love with Jesus is being intentional about having and building a relationship with God. Falling, falling in love with Jesus means coming into alignment with what God has for you. I'm going to say that last part again. Falling in love with Jesus means coming into alignment with what God has for you. Like every time, every single day, we are we should be yearning for God, yearning for and to praise him, being being thirsty, thirsty for the word of God each and every day, each and every day that we go within our life's journey, that we go within the workplace, that we go into our homes, that we have these conversations. We at we should be asking God, like, listen, Lord, wherever I'm at in my life's journey, I want you to take control of the situation, orchestrate my every footstep, orchestrate it, Lord. So it's us going to the God and being, going to God and being submissive, submissive, okay? And so what I wanted to share with you all is that, of course, you know, last week I shared that I was out of town for work and everything. And one phrase that I kept hearing over and over and over again was, they're my child too. I'm going to say that again. The one phrase that I kept hearing loudly is, they're my child too. No, nobody told me this, but this was God literally put downloading this phrase in my spirit. And I said, okay, God, what are you specifically saying to me in this moment? And he had to check me all the way because, you know, sometimes you be at work or sometimes you may encounter a certain incident or something that is literally totally out of your control. Right. And you're like, mm, I'm on the cusp of saying something that I might regret or I'm on the cusp of saying something that doesn't align to what the Lord would want me to say. <laughs> I mean, let's just keep it real because that's one thing we do in these prayer calls. And that's one thing we do on this podcast is keep it all the way real. And so the Lord was just, you know, challenging me, working on my heart. How many of y'all have had the Lord work on your heart or know for a fact that the Lord is working on your heart like right now, <laughs> right now. And so he kept saying they're my child too. And so as he, as the week went on, he began to like reveal that to me slowly, but surely. And so as I continued to, you know, be around different people that I have never even met, you know, encounter different um, situations that I may not have even encountered before, the Lord was like, just pray, 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 continue to pray without ceasing, right? The word says that pray without ceasing. And so I would pray, Lord, guide my tongue to speak to your child or to speak to your children, right? And then he was like, make room for me. Make room for God, right? 
be submissive to the will of God. Be submissive. And when I say make room for God, what he was saying to me in that moment was allow for me to take control of your schedule. Yes, you have a packed schedule, but if there is an instance where I need for you to say something specifically to some your coworker or say something specifically to a colleague or say something specifically to a student, I need for you to be willing and able, or in other words, be submissive to what I am asking you to do in that moment. And so you all, of course, I got a story for you, another story on how I had to be submissive and to really like make room for God. And this didn't happen on a campus. This didn't happen amongst a colleague and I. This happened with a stranger. I never even met this person. They literally saw my shirt. Remember I talked about my shirt last time? <laughs> I had that same shirt going on. Go, coming, um, I had that same shirt on coming back home, and that was intentional, y'all. <laughs> that was so intentional because I call it being a silent noise maker. Like, I don't even have to speak, my shirt speaks for itself, and it states, if you don't remember, I said with the line out. I want to describe it to you what it says, but I would just have to show you all a picture. But basically what it says, self-made crossed out and God made real bold. So in other words, it stated, I'm not self-made, I'm God-made. And so, so many people, when I was on the flight back home or on the way of traveling home, came up to me and was like, I love your shirt or I like your shirt. And they would say it like in a, in a way that other people around them heard them, right? And so they were bold about their faith and they were unapologetic about their faith. And so as I was minding my own business, I'm going to get me some water from one of the stands in the airport. And the lady that was checking people out, she kept looking at me and her colleague kept looking at me as well. And I was like, okay, I don't know what this is about. But I get stand in line and I get to the cash register. And she's like, ma'am, how long have you been Christian? And I said, oh, I've been Christian basically all my life. I gave my life to God when I was about seven, eight years old. And ever since then, I've been, you know, sold out for the Lord, sold out for the Lord, knowing God all throughout my life. And then really becoming sold, sold out for him within the last, I want to say, five to six years, meaning I was surrendering to God, giving him my all and everything. And so, you know, I shared some of those things with her and she said, would you be willing to pray for my colleague? And I was like, your colleague? And she pointed to the person behind her. And I was like, of course, I would pray for him. And she was like, please do it when you are at church. Please, when you have some alone time and all of that. And I said, oh, okay. But it was interesting how she thought that I could only pray when I was either alone or when I was in church. 
But how many of y'all know that you can, it, the word says pray without ceasing. And so that doesn't mean that you have to be in a church. That doesn't mean you have to be completely alone. You could literally be in your office. You could be in the midst of a, a conversation with your colleagues, your friends or whatever. And you are in the background, like literally saying prayers amongst yourself. Not It doesn't necessarily have to be out loud, but it can be within your hearts, right? And so what I did in that moment, definitely talked to the person and, you know, we had some conversation and then I instantly started praying for him and with him. And so they were definitely surprised that I was able to stop, do all of that and take some time out of my schedule because my, you know, I had to board a plane, but I took time out of my schedule. I made room for God because the Lord wasn't going to release me until I did what he was um, set, setting me up to do or sharing with me to do. And that was pray for his child. Again, going back to the phrase, they're my child too. They're my child too. And so that phrase, you all, can literally convict your spirit so much, right? Because if you are on the cusp of saying something that you may not even know or make regret from saying in the future, you should be like, oh, that that's God's child too. So the conviction comes in where it's like, hmm, I got to really watch how I say certain things or I, I got to really understand like, hey, they are God's child too. It's not just me that's God's child. They're God's child too. And God cares how others speak to them, just like God cares how people speak to you, right? And so I want you all to keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as you are going into these meetings, as you are having these interviews, as you are meeting and encountering people you have never encountered before, right? The judgment that like it's about human nature that we kind of like not judge people per se, but have like a preconceived notion about how certain people may act or how certain people may speak and so forth, right? And so I just want you to remember the phrase, they're my child too. They're my child too. So if you're on the cusp of saying like, hmm, do I need to really like, quote unquote, fuss them out? Or do I need to really, quote unquote, speak my mind and all of this? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying don't speak your mind. I'm not saying not to speak up for yourself or advocate for yourself. I'm not saying that, but I am saying be intentional, right? Be intentional on how you speak, how you act, and how you maneuver through life, okay? They're my child, too. I know y'all going to come into um, some situations this week, and you were like, Crystal, why? Why did you even say that to me? I said it because <laughs> the Lord shared with me. I had to get this in my chest to share with you that you got to remember that they're his child, too. They're his child too. And I see y'all, that is going to check y'all every time, every time y'all come into a situation that may not be so favorable to you. Okay. All right. So I pray that you definitely take heed to those instructions. Remember my story. Remember to be 
Remember to pray first and ask God to guide your tongue as you speak to his children. And to also make room for him. Make room and be submissive to the will of God as you go throughout your work week and beyond. Okay? All right, you all. Let's get into this word of prayer. Lord, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for your sons and your daughters under the sound of my voice, God. I thank you for continuously showering your love, your grace, your favor down on us, God. God, we just welcome your presence any and everywhere that we go, God, whether it's in our home, in our cars, on the, on the plane, Lord, on our daily travel or commute back and forth to work, God. God, I thank you for being in the workplace. God, I thank you for just whispering, whispering your love, whispering your love in our ears, God. Have us to be reminded of what you call us. Have us to amplify what you have called us, God, in the name of Jesus. Have us to amplify that you have called us to be a masterpiece. You have called us to be your friend. You call us friend, God. God, thank you. Thank you for that. We thank you for the favor that's all over us. We thank you for the God glow that is going to separate us from our peers, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for taking uh, one foot in front of the other, God. We thank you for allowing us to be disciplined, allowing us to be very intentional, God, about coming into alignment with what you have for us, God. So God, whatever you have for us, have us to be laser focused on that. Reveal it to us each and every day, God, and have us to not compare ourselves with our colleagues or compare ourselves with family members or compare ourselves with those that we may encounter, God. Let us know and remind us that we are where exactly where you want us to be in this season of our lives, God. In the name of Jesus, we just count it all joy, God. We give you all the praise, all the honor, God. We thank you in advance for giving us holy boldness to execute on the ideas that you have given us for business, the ideas that you have given us to talk about with colleagues in the workplace, God. Have us to be bold enough, bold enough to bring the solution to the problem, bring the solution to the problem because we are problem solvers, God. God, we ask that you download strategies within us to maneuver into our businesses, to maneuver within the corporate space or the government space or whatever workplace that we may be in, God. We thank you in advance for the conversations that are going to be had. We thank you in advance for the conversations going well in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for the conviction, God, the conviction to just want to continuously serve you and to have a heart posture for you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, God. And we just come before you, humbly come before you, asking you, asking you to honor our desires of our hearts, God, and also to be reminded that your plans your plans are always the best plans. So God, help us not be disappointed when certain things don't go in our go our way, God, but have us embrace, embrace what you have planned for us and have us to embrace it with a, a glad and joyful heart in the name of Jesus. So in Jesus' precious name, I pray, I ask that you allow 
to be safe during this week. Cover us, dispatch your angels to surround us wherever we go, God, in the name of Jesus. Just be in the midst, Lord. Just be in the midst. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen and amen. All right, you all go forth and conquer and have a blessed and wonderful work week. And I will catch you back up here next time. Thank you for joining me in the Peculiar Palace for another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I pray this episode empowered and inspired you to go forth and conquer your career journey. So I'll catch you here next time.